0: Hello, and welcome back to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It, and a Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Thank you for your patience while we've been enjoying our Christmas cheer. I am Izzy Howell, and I'm joined by managing director and creative industry expert Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the video production company Howell Film, and each week we will be discussing all sorts like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business, and plenty more to come. We're always up for candidly conversing about creativity. And on this episode, episode we are back to part two of listening to Andy Rowan talking about his love of the Bose swan so if you listen to part one this is just an extension of that because that overran by a lot so without further ado let's get started and of course never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding how film on Instagram Facebook Twitter and LinkedIn let's go
1: How film, in that capacity, will always have captured the Swan's moment of its life at that particular point through our own yeah, eyes, and, that's, and only through the the people yeah. who were and, on that uh, cruise. And obviously, you
2: know, in fi- you know fifty years time. I'd, I'd, um... <coughs> You know, a, a film crew might turn up and go, "Oh, those old timers! Those old ye oldie, ye oldie howell film! Those old timers—they did it. They did it right. They did it a conventional way." And you know, so and, and I think that yeah, it's good. I mean, I th- I think that the um, yeah, it's legacy. I think I think there's a real. I think I think, I think I mean, we're part of
1: something, and, and I think that's a brilliant. But it, but it's but it's not just that. I mean, if you think um, when there was the Bouts painting as well, like. <clears throat> Again, something with such an incredible history. In a different sense, it's not you know it, that that's that that's a, a literal static object. We're talking where the swan you know moves and everything like that. But the way that the way that we as filmmakers, and I think it sometimes is forgotten, that the way that we choose to represent something or choose to capture something, whether it's a wide, a close, you know what angles we use when we do it is very much the style which we impart whether we know it or not or whether we think you know oh we're just filming this a standard way or whatever it becomes intrinsically a deeply personal journey while you're filming it so you'll see a small moment where, you know, we've got a close up because we can get close to the swan, they've taken the case off with, with you know, You were, were under the swan at one point. We're carefully standing nearby. We're not too close. But we're able to get that shot where, you know, the swan lifts its head and you can see the fish between and, and we are filming this in a way which in my opinion well, it's never, been done. For, it's, it's never, never been, been done. done it's never been done. In in as long as as film has been a medium, it's never been done. And you can't help but get swept up in that or at least I know I can't help but get well, swept I up in that. that. I think that that's very romanticized though. But the passion but yeah.
2: well, it's about passion, isn't it? If we if we're not you know if we just if we weren't into it then then the irony would be that our clients wouldn't see that we would you know wouldn't <laughs> um engage with us because they'd know we weren't into it. So hopefully it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, the more engaged and excited we are and continue to be in, in terms of the work we produce then that should rub off and the clients and others will say gosh you know they they are genuinely excited people they they do this they do this because they love it
0: did you feel because of the gravitas of the project um and because of the 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 thing that we were filming being so uh, unique in its own being and the fact that it's so old and delicate and fragile etc, did you feel there was a responsibility beyond the client's expectations to make this as perfect as you could possibly do it beyond just doing a job for the client
2: um, I'm going to jump in very it goes it, it goes beyond that because I feel you've got a responsibility for every single job you do oh, uh, I, and 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 you mean is there an additional responsibility
0: I mean the responsibility of um if this is going to be the i mean when you're in the project this sort of stuff doesn't quite hit you that it was that in major but as in as in if this is the last time that the swan the swan hasn't been played properly since we did this film and who knows when it will do next but what if we were the last people to ever film that swan being played and did did that feel like did you have a did you feel like you had a responsibility as filmmakers to capture it because you knew that this could be the last performance people ever have of the swan
2: Go on, Andy. You jump, jump in. Yes. <laughs> uh, I would. I yeah. Andy. Yeah. From a filmmaker's perspective and the film crew's perspective. Yes. From my perspective as the boss, whatever. Dad. Uh, dad, dad, boss. Um, <laughs> dad, I, boss and Swan Boys. <laughs> I, I, I smell a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new gig. Um. I, I I think you've you've just got to do. We couldn't have made a better job. We couldn't have done that any better. So, point is, the point is that we left, you know, nothing on the table. That's as, that's as good a work as we can do, and and that's that's it. The the only the so did I feel any extra special? Well, yes, because of just the sheer coolness of what we were working on. Yeah. But ultimately, that's the key. The key the key is that if you can't do better, if you can't do any better, that's it. That that you cannot ask any more. From anybody,
0: yeah, and the, and the edit. I mean, I going moving away from the actual filmmaking of it, uh, moving on to the editing because I I'm, I edited that, and um and the process of it I remember was was really enjoyable, um because I knew exactly what I wanted to do with it really, and it it was one of those ones that because it had been planned so carefully beforehand, the editing process just was smooth sailing really, and and we got a chance to be very creative, more creative maybe than traditional kind of corporate film companies get to be um but i remember when i was editing that bit with the where there was like you filmed the swan performing each like four times from four separate sides so like a square around it so you put the backdrop on every single side so you filmed it one side the front this other side in the back and i had all that footage and i had to make sure that the swan performance you saw enough of it and you saw it because most people just see it Playing stood in front of them on the side like to the side, but I wanted to make sure that the viewer got to see the swan from so many different angles that they would never normally get to see it. So when the swan's performing normally, the the audience is just stood on one side, they watch it play, they applaud, and they go. They don't get a chance to walk right up to it and look around it and four, and four you know. cameras
2: from four sides is yeah. twelve views.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they got a lot of different views, but I wanted to do it in such a way where you could.
2: 16
0: views yeah so (laughs) oh you think my maths is bad but um so the so i wanted to make sure that the viewer could enjoy it in such a way where it wasn't it didn't just become a vanity act it was actually still just enjoying the swan for what it was like straight plain in front of them but giving them an extra bit of a little bit of like glamour on the side of that as well but yeah, it was. I remember. I just loved it because we got to use the swan ticking noises and all of the. If you do watch the film, all of the kind of ticking noises, clockwork noises, um, we took different noises from around when the swan was being maintained, and we made that into music. We created a soundscape, we create a soundscape and that was wow. an editing that was a lot of fun. And it, it, at the end of it, if you ask me the process, I can't, it was one of those ones where a bit like any creative process, you can't quite remember how you did it, but I do remember, well, when, it was When you amazing. get a call
2: from St. Petersburg and they want you to come
1: and do their golden peacock, you better remember. Well, apparently, apparently Swan Boy's not interested, so. <laughs> but it, it is interesting though before you mention pressure, because I, I I, think inherently anything like that comes with pressure, because yeah. you are um, like, like you say, it's, it's that thing of, to kind of set the scene, it's Film the wide, so the question becomes, where do you film the wide from? Not where do you want to film the wide from, because that's not what you're really doing. What you need to do is understand where did the audience traditionally view this from? Because that is your opening gambit, so that's the side you start with. Then you say, right, we've got one camera locked off on the wide, where are the other cameras going? What are we going to capture? What's going to be in the background? Is this going to be right? Is that a close-up? Is that a mid? That is pressure because once you move that set and, you know, we move that round, for example, it's then behind this one and we're facing forwards, what is that going to be on? So, so, and, you know, we, we do it, we move, basically get what we need, move, get what we need. Now, really what that is, is is it's experience because we're all, you know, we're looking at what we find fascinating, the details But I think what what really doesn't get shouted out probably enough about is the fact is is there are shots in that which is uh, uh, tilts and pans. That is operators. That is an operator following the swan, yeah. uh, which, you know, is... And, and like I say, we, we get which one shot. A, which could be a once-in-a-lifetime yeah, shot. Yeah, that's it. We, we get one shot at it because, yeah. you know... How did
0: you feel? Because um, this that element of being part of history and stuff is just, like, gold. It's amazing. I love it. Um, obviously, you got to be up close with the swan in such a way that the general public aren't. We famously remember the fact that Matthew the urologist was like and you're like oh I wonder what it looks like underneath and he was like well and you get there have a look and and you were literally underneath the the and obviously the, the a bit like kind of a bit like an iceberg the swan at the top that you see the silver swan it's just the top of it and there's, spot, there's a whole really. engine underneath it essentially of, of of machinery and 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 cogs and pieces and like a big like everything is underneath it um and you got to literally with expensive camera equipment go underneath something that was absolutely priceless in a place where I'm assuming only a handful of people since its creation have been underneath it and seen it in that way
2: and never with a camera
1: well and yeah, never with a camera. I, I would say i would say there's probably been more people underneath it because it's been but as, it's, it, as in
0: doing not a, a as being like a, a person who's not an urologist yeah but, as a
1: documentarian <laughs> like it becomes massively different and probably yeah realistically no one ever's has ever filmed under there but how uh, did how did that how did that feel well, that, i mean that that is you know th- that was amazing because i mean I'm i'm le- you know i'm like a foot away from watching the actual how the music box works you know you don't traditionally because it's all boxed up you don't traditionally see how the little um uh, the music the cylinder it's like a cylinder it like rolls around a bit like how music boxes work really because it's it has like a number of tracks played on that but but really, it's it's incredible because seeing under that and watching the mechanisms all work, obviously, you you get lost in the moment because you aren't thinking about that because your eyes are looking through the camera. As an operator, the only thing you focus on is the screen. So weirdly... It, it, it adds a layer of n- like almost non-realism, if you know what I mean, because you're just like, I'm looking through a camera, I'm looking at a subject, and it becomes like that, it becomes less of like a... So you distance mo- yourself y- from y- it. Y- y- so you're naturally blown away do. when
2: you saw it. Maybe yeah, because because you're afterwards.
1: from a technical standpoint, you're like, you're always looking at you thinking, is the shutter good? Is the ISO good? White balance? Am I happy with that? Because you can't, you can't just ask good. them
0: to pop the swan out again th- for th- you to have, it. have, I, have you another go. You know,
1: it, 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 at the end of the day, um, I mean, Matthew was amazing because he he had ways of helping it to slow down a little bit if we needed to do uh, something very specific. But for the most part it's just going to play and you just have to, and, and there's a level of, and, and this again comes down to details, pre-production, planning, all that kind of stuff. Asking the question, what is going to happen next? Because if, if, if you don't ask that and you just get under the swan and point a camera upwards and you've got no idea what's going to happen, where are you pointing that camera? Like it, it becomes so essential and, and synergy and teamwork in that team. I think, I think literally like in terms of teamwork was incredible yeah. When you, oh no, it uh, wasn't. Consider...
0: And, and we we we've obviously we had runners taking part in that, and and they were just fantastic. And other filmmakers, other than you, that were there to sort of support you um, and get the B roll element, which is essentially the the cutaways, the the opposite of really what you're getting. So I don't know if you have like a hand doing something, they would get sort of yeah. the other side of what you're doing. So you get so as an editor, you get a lot to cut between and and, and move between. But yeah, I think I think as a behind the scenes on. Um, project that we've done. I think this was a great one to start on because it it is so different to what we might normally do in our everyday. And I think particularly having that happen during the pandemic was was extra exciting because obviously the landscape changed a lot during the pandemic for us with you know events not going ahead and and stuff like that. And our, our focus had to change from doing your traditional corporate and event based work to moving into something more creative moving into something what stop that moving into something more um like kind of lottery funded and and prestigious in that respect so that was a really really exciting thing and it, I think that experience has challenged us to take on other work like that in the in the future. I mean, we did another massive Bose project um, just a few weeks ago, which we will be probably for revisiting. For another Oh, customer. yeah. That, yeah. And, you, and that was a week of filming, not two days. So, Swan Boy here is going to be here for quite some well, time. Well, I
1: mean, just just to kind of, I, 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 we're probably out of time. Really, I think we. Probably, yeah,
0: I might split this into a two-part. Yeah, so. well, well,
1: just to, <laughs> just to round out, I guess, from the the main points of this is is when you when you were talking, you know, when I was like, I really want to talk about Automaton really at the heart of it what makes an automaton so you know amazing as a legacy piece for for filmmakers is it really is something made by a creative person who built it in mind to entertain an audience which is what we are all doing even today Ooh, so wow. it is such a beautiful thing to to creatively work with this artifact which is creativity, and bring your own creativity to that. Does that make sense? It makes brilliant. sense. I think that's
0: very that's poetic. Yeah, and lovely. Very poetic. I really like that, and I hope you enjoyed talking about. It. You've been wanting to talk about this on the podcast for I so long. Talk, I could talk
1: about forever. We'll do another one.
0: Rachel. Yeah, we, we've got we've got other other projects that get Andy just as excited. So, absolutely, and um, they'll be they'll absolutely. be in the thing. So my last question has got nothing to do. Absolutely then. nothing to do. With it's swans. not another biscuit related question. No, I spent. I, you didn't like that one. Um, I
2: didn't because I was just thinking like you know like. Um, I don't know, just... It's got to be a
1: bourbon, hasn't it? I'd said I love that. bourbons or... i Yeah, but, you know, yeah, but biscuits, you know... Layered, yeah. layered see,
0: biscuits. I, Chris only waits till we get on the podcast to critique me, <laughs> so <laughs> we might make a... This is just turning into a roast. So um, so my question is, and it, this is only because I'm feeling very festive, it's the start of December, what is your favourite, favourite Christmas movie? Oh. I'm not talking about automatons here, so... Um,
1: it's got well, not the Bose <laughs> Swan then. No. no. I, I, I <laughs> Who think could we put some hats yeah. on it? It's it's the difficult one. I mean, you watch the same ones every few ye- like sorry, every year. Um but there's I don't know. It's it that is a really difficult question. If I could pick three, I'd be Out of better. all the questions
0: I've asked I, you about Complex automata, Do
1: you know what? I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh <gasps> No, really? I'm just going to go out on a limb. I'm just going to back that. Would the would the, would the Patrick Stewart Christmas Carol be I was going to say allowed? the
2: same. If not, I'd say the Santa Claus.
0: Wow, you two have got really highbrow options. <laughs> we here are, we
2: are. You can tell we are we are professional filmmakers. <laughs> I was going to
0: say, well, I do like that, Tim Allen. and and see, I was going to go for, and that's because the Muppets Christmas Carol does have that famous shot in it that you absolutely love, which is Kermit and the and the moonlight oh, and stuff. Every shot. every year you Great make me shot. pause it, and you just look at it for about twenty and I'm minutes. I'm like, I know it's Christmas. So when my I see that my shot. favorite would be, and I am with you on this, is Patrick Stewart's. Christmas Carol and that is because we used we watch it as a family tradition every Christmas Eve and when I was a little kid when I knew it was on I knew it was Christmas Day soon so I'd send myself to bed immediately afterwards <laughs> we'd be at like 7pm like qu- quarter
2: past 4 in the afternoon yeah.
0: and then I'd spend the, the remaining 6 hours of the day just coming down going I can't sleep so yeah I think and that has become and like you were a 17 real... at
2: the time
1: yeah even now <laughs> even now
0: Andy's like just stay up for God's sake so um
1: yeah so that is my favourite one so yeah. that's an option I thought what people At homes, I'd be interested to hear. Like, what? What are people watching? Who listen to this podcast? They have Christmas film recommendations. I'm always always up for watching. The one of
0: years. you that listens, just let us know. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> you can <laughs> you drop got us an tons email. Of yeah, we do, know. we
0: do. And I uh, mean
1: we... hey, hey there might be even if there are some international listeners, there might be Christmas movies. Be never international even heard of. D- movies from
0: of. Feliz apart. Navidad yeah. to those who you yeah. know yeah. are listening elsewhere. So yeah. that's true, yeah, let us know. And so that was that was the end of our um podcast today. And we hope you enjoyed that and thank you so much Andy for coming on and talking about the automaton. Anytime. That Swan Boy over and out. Um, if you do want to carry on listening to us you can do we release an episode every tuesday and um, you can find our podcast wherever you get your podcasts including www.howelfilm.co.uk uh, if you do listen on apple podcasts or apple music please rate and review and if you do have a question for us to answer or you want to be on the show yourself just let us know as well so we hope we have a great week and we will see you next week goodbye
2: Thanks, bye, bye, bye. bye.